Welcome to the Auburn UMC Clergy Conversations podcast. Each week, our pastors take an in-depth look at Scripture and preview their message for Sunday morning services. We're glad you joined us. For more information about Auburn UMC, please visit our website at aumc.net. Hello, and welcome to our conversation. We are so glad that you have joined us. Uh, I'm Kelly, here with my two favorite pharaohs. I'm, I'm Corey. Yeah. I'm Charles. And it's Bible School Week, it as is. you can tell. And the theme is monumental. God is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, and uh, we obviously have spent a lot of time in Egypt this week. We both got to play the Pharaoh who sleeps a lot in, in uh, Genesis, what, 40? I'm not real sure why they picked us for that. I don't either. No, but they thought we would be the Pharaohs. And uh, so we told the story of Pharaoh and Joseph and. Um, Joseph becoming second in command, which is nothing to do with our Bible today, but we have just been in DBS mode, and we didn't want to take this opportunity and not share our no, no. lovely Pharaoh hats. Mm-hmm. I'm sure glad that you did. We wish that you all were here with us. Our hallways are decorated. There is children everywhere, snacks everywhere. It is hands down the best week. Uh, it's been fun. Out of the whole year. We had a great week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where is our scripture taking us this week? Romans? Romans chapter 5. Romans? I'm, I'm okay taking mine off. Are you okay taking yours? Sure. <laughs> All right. More than okay. More than okay. Okay, good. Excellent. Well, how about I pray for us and one of you can That's read. a great idea. Okay, yeah. let's pray. Loving God, we are grateful for an exciting week filled with the sounds of laughter in our church hallways, filled with the excitement of children excited to hear the stories of you. So we ask this day as we read our Bibles and we listen to the words of the Holy Spirit that you would be with us, teaching us and guiding us. Amen. Amen. Well, um, I have the message version and I have the NRSV version. Which one would y'all like to hear from? I think the message would be... Oh, sure. Okay. So this is Romans chapter 5, Paul writing to the church at Rome. And it's interesting, in the the NRSV version, there are five verses, but if you read it as just a whole, there are only two sentences. Mm -hmm. It's it's two very long sentences in in our grammar, I guess, with two very powerful points, maybe Mm -hmm. more. Um, But Paul writes, By entering through faith into what God has always wanted to do for us, Set us right with Him. Make us fit for Him. We have it all together with God because of our Master Jesus. And that's not all. We throw open our doors to God and discover at the same moment that He has already thrown open His door to us. We find ourselves standing where we always hoped we might stand, out in the wide open spaces of God's grace and glory, standing tall and shouting our praise. There's more to come. We continue to shout our praise even when we're hemmed in with troubles because we know how troubles can develop passionate patience in us and how that patience in turn forges the tempered steel of virtue, keeping us alert for whatever God will do next. In alert expectancy such as this, we're never left feeling shortchanged. Quite the contrary, we can't round up enough containers to hold everything God generously pours into our lives through the Holy Spirit. 
Well, I'm glad we went with the message because that is way more moving than my translation. Uh, I what did that say? Hemmed in with troubles. Yeah. So yeah, we uh, even when we're hemmed in with troubles. Mm. And how does it say? What is it in this common English? Mine says, we even take pride in our problems because we know that trouble produces endurance, endurance produces character, and character produces hope. Mm. I like that. Mm -hmm. The tempered steel of virtue. I mean, keeping us alert for whatever God will do next. How even our troubles are gifts in some ways to help and allow us to trust in God and God's... Yeah the justifying grace that we have. I think that's how the that's how it typically reads. Therefore, mm -hmm. since we're justified by faith right. through yeah. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. mm. That is beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love it. Well, and the word trouble, um, they are suffering, um, mm -hmm. kind of where it begins. It, it's really the Greek word for pressure. Mm. And I think we can all relate to that. And um, I think the message captured that well. Is mm -hmm. that when we feel that that pressure sometimes coming from every side, yeah, um, that we realize uh, or need to realize that God is at, at work in that, yeah, and that that pressure we feel that's not the end, but but God is with us, and um, and that those things uh, produced endurance, perseverance. Um, and I love what was it, patient, passionate, patience. Pa passionate patience, yeah. which is. A beautiful way of saying something that yeah. is very hard, right? In a, in a much less spiritual way, it kind of reminds me. We all have spent many years in higher education and many many hours writing papers. Were you procrastinators? Well, you know, I, there's nothing like the the um, the force of the moment <laughs> to focus right. you on. on yes. <laughs> I did some of my best work under pressure, and it mm -hmm. seems kind of like in a in a silly way, as, mm -hmm. as as I describe it, that that's maybe a little bit what Paul is getting at. The pressures of life sometimes can either break us mm. or help us to produce some of the best work. Mm. Well, with the help of God. Amen. I mean, there is something about when we're when we're when we don't have our easy thing easy tricks to mm -hmm. grab onto or yeah. those things that we think are just mm -hmm. gonna help us. When we get to that place where we know that only God is yeah. the one that can we, help us. We realize we're not the ones in control. That's yes. so true. Mm -hmm. It really does deepen our faith. Yeah. And, and speaking of that, we are kind of doing a series this summer on um, favorite songs of the faith and how they tie in um, to the scripture. And so this week we're we're looking at uh, hymn number 41. Uh, it's written in 1772, um, and it was written by someone who, uh, who had a, a difficult, challenging life in many ways, uh, but wrote hymns because uh, most of the hymns of that day were just from the Psalter. Mm -hmm. And he thought there needed to be something fresh and something different. So uh, contemporary music has been around, worship music has been around for, for a while. Uh, but in a collection of uh, hymns in a book called All, uh, Only Hymns, uh, O-N-L-E-Y, uh, wrote this hymn number 41. Um, never wrote another word about it throughout his entire life. Um, mm -hmm. And 120 years later, it was only published in one other book. Uh, and then in 1850, uh, there was a little tweak to the tune, uh, and it became what is known as a universal favorite hymn that John Newton, who was author, would be shocked by. 
but of course we're talking about amazing grace mm -hmm. uh, and how the scripture ties into this amazing grace and um, and also the difficult times of uh, dangerous toils and snares that yeah. we've already come. Um, but John Newton was uh, brought up in a, a Christian home, particularly by his mother. Uh, father was a sea captain, was a little bit rough around the edges. Uh, his mother died when he was pretty young. Um, and so he was in the Royal Navy and that didn't suit him. Uh, he went um, and really deserted uh, from that. Uh, but went to a region where uh, there was a great deal of sin, and that's why he put it. That's kind of what he wanted. Uh, worked on a slave ship actually mm -hmm. for a while, and then um, had a conversion experience after reading uh, "Imitation of Christ" and having a and a storm there. Um, and as a result of that, um, teamed with uh, Wilberforce, who was one of the great abolitionists of that time, to mm -hmm. really fight against slavery. Yeah. Um, and so reading all that into this hymn and um, just put so much more depth into um, into the, the lyrics and the words and, and our scripture as well. But uh, but we are thankful for that, that amazing grace uh, that we do uh, realize that God has been calling to us this, this whole time uh, and that we are justified, which in the, the Greek it means that we're, we're ushered into the presence of God. Mm -hmm. And it also means uh, like going into a harbor mm -hmm. or, or beaching uh, a mm -hmm. boat. And there's many times I've been out uh, in the bay, um, in the Gulf, and uh, where there's a storm came on all of a sudden. And there's that feeling when you are ushered in, when we beach the boat or, or pull in um, to a shelter, a harbor, that just everything, it is at peace, as it says, the, yeah. that feeling. So. So that was a lot. So, but, but that anyway, was that's what great, but beautifully said. And mm -hmm. um, there's so many places I just want to jump in, but that yeah. that feeling of putting your foot on something solid after being, mm -hmm. you know, tossed and turned, yeah. you know, dangerous toils and snares. Mm -hmm. But that amazing grace that's reaching out for for us is mm -hmm. that's a beautiful way to say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I'm, and I did not know that story until you shared it about John Newton. And I'm sitting here with the hymnal open, and I am particularly moved because at the very bottom of the page, past all the words in English, there are one, two, three, four, five indigenous languages that mm -hmm. our hymnal also includes the words to Amazing Grace too. And I love that, especially thinking about mm -hmm. John Newton's vital role in the abolition movement in yeah. our world. Mm -hmm. I yeah. love it. And to think about how, you know, he had, he depended on God's great grace because he was a great sinner. I think that's how he described himself. What I'm a yeah. great sinner and I, I, and God is this great God of grace. Right. Yeah. I, on his deathbed, he said that, that, um, that I'm a great sinner, but Christ is a great savior. Yes. <laughs> Just so beautifully, I mean, uh, acknowledging that there is nothing we can do to justify ourselves. <laughs> Right, you know, exactly, to make right. ourselves right with God. Mm -hmm. and, and I love how just by entering into faith, into what God has always wanted to do for us, set us right with Him, make us fit for Him, we have it all together with God because of our Master Jesus. Yeah. We throw open the doors to God and discover mm -hmm. at the same moment that He's already thrown open His doors to us. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is beautiful. just yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Lord has promised good to me. His word my hope secures. 
He will my shield and portion be as long as life endures. You can tell that John Newton, as he penned these wonderful words that have inspired millions of people mm -hmm. over the year, was mm -hmm. thinking deeply about the words of scripture and the nature of grace in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite verse? I'll let me, share. Let me think about it for yeah. a second. Yeah. It helps on paper. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, I like the two lines, um, plus grace that taught my heart to fear, yeah. and grace my fears relieved. I was yeah. going to say that, yeah. Oh, okay. It's gonna, I just stole it. No, no, you didn't steal it. That's all of our, that's but, such but a beautiful. It's, it's, it's the same thing we're talking about, just seeing, and we've seen this in our, you know, scriptures over the past couple weeks, I think, mm -hmm. but just recognizing our deep need for God, mm -hmm. yeah. um, and who we are, but then also realizing who God is and that those doors are already thrown open to us yeah. with his grace and his love. And, yeah. and, and to me, the, the idea that, you know, you had John Newton, you had John Wesley, you had William Wilberforce all living within a few streets of each other in London. I mean, in, in that yeah. same day and in that same era yeah. and, and, you know, the same kind of spirit was in the air, obviously that it's God's grace that's reaching towards us, throwing open the doors. And it's God's grace that was grace that, brought me safe thus far and grace will lead me home it's the grace of god that changes us and turns us and yeah. wesley's last letter was to william wilberforce you mm -hmm. know to ab abolish slavery which is something that newton loved so much i mean mm -hmm. I, I just think that there's something about that era and that time but also the the eternal truth of grace that's yeah. thrown open to all of us absolutely well and it's beautiful just as you said that each of those had influence on Mm -hmm. Yeah, on the other, and it's a beautiful picture of the body of Christ and what happens when we experience and receive that grace from God, but also uh, experience the grace from each other and yes. learn and grow together. Mm -hmm. Well, we have a lot of, of great things to celebrate this Sunday when we worship. We're going to celebrate, you know, we've been in VBS. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we have our choir that's recently returned from Utah where they have been singing in some of the most beautiful venues and seen some of the most beautiful parts of our country too. Yeah. I mean, the pictures on their Facebook page are amazing. Um, let's see, we're also um, celebrating annual conference, which begins Sunday night of this week and will take us through next week. And we invite everyone just to pray for us as we seek to celebrate mm -hmm. God's grace there as well. So. Mm -hmm going to be good lots of exciting things going on mm -hmm. so thank you all um charles can you close us in sure prayer? Mm -hmm. let's pray well we thank you for your amazing grace um and we thank you also uh that once uh, we open the doors we realize your doors already open to us um but that's not the end that's just the beginning uh as we um walk through life as we uh, share your grace and love with others and know that you're with us in the very difficult times, the times that we are feeling pressure um, and the, the times um, or that your, your character is revealed in us. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Clergy Conversations with Auburn United Methodist Church. Check back next week for our next episode. For more information about Auburn United Methodist Church, please visit our website at aumc.net.